Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. And welcome to LiveDeliverance.com here on BlogTalkRadio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, if you're listening to us doing the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. here on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airwaves, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. So having said all that, now we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead. Get a pen and some paper. And if you have any comments or questions about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So if you would, join your hearts with me in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word the bread of life. Jesus, reveal to us the Father and draw us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. 
Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, today we want to uh, start on a new series, um, which is entitled, But They That Wait Upon the Lord. You know, the word wait there in the scripture, um, it, it means to minister unto the Lord, to, to serve the Lord, to do his bidding, to walk in his counsel, to move by his spirit, his word to give place to his results. I, I, I want to say that again, that, that God wants us to give place to his results. He's already written down exactly what our steps are. We have preordained steps that we should walk in them. The thing that, 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 that needs to happen is that we need to engage our heart at a higher level. Beloved, I really don't, I don't care what you're going through. It's not enough to stop you. Glory to God. See, he always causes us to triumph. He gives us the victory. Please hear that again. He said he gives us the victory. Didn't say we had to work for it. See, it's part of our inheritance. And the more we believe what he says, the more we can operate at a higher level. The more we can fulfill what Jesus said concerning us when he said, greater works than these shall you do, because I go to the Father. See, the society, the culture, the world, <laughs> they're all waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. But if the ones that are called by his name really don't see, hear, understand, comprehend how to do that, if they don't believe that, that, that they've been empowered, blessed, pros, empowered to prosper, that's what blessed means. Uh, if they don't believe that, if they believe that for some kind of way, I don't even know how we got to this one, it's some kind of way that some demon is able to stop them. See, Jesus said things that we're going to have to we're going to have to address because you know if you go to your Bible and you look at the words of Jesus, most of our Bibles they they are highlighted in red. So then, those are the words that that He's expecting us to live out, to live by, because that's the dispensation where those words have been given authority. See. The, the the Old Testament is just as potent as uh, the New Testament. I got that. My father was, was very adamant about that, that position because he would say, you know, everybody getting these Bibles with Jesus' words in red. He said, well, God said in Genesis, and everything that he said is still active. Yes, it is. But it was 
clouded or shrouded by uh, the sin consciousness that we lived under because of the law. But the, the New Testament, Jesus came to redeem us that were under the law. See, that's why there was a distinction between what he said. Hebrews chapter 1 says that he now speaks to us. He used to speak by the prophets. Uh, just go on and get that. Hebrews uh, chapter 1, just so you can see these things. I, I want you to, again, I don't have the ability to, to give you a new word because <laughs> there aren't any, glory to God, written new words from God. But we're still required to live by every word, that next word, proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not proceeded, E-D, but actively coming to you, hitting your spirit, spirit to spirit. Okay? And so then sometimes we can um, have misguided direction because we think that one, uh, God speaking to other people other than you. Beloved, he's speaking to you. Let's just look at this in uh, Hebrews chapter 1, starting in verse 1. It says, God who at sundry or divers kind of times, different times, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past by the unto us by the unto the fathers by the prophets. Okay? So then he said, This used to be the way that it it operated. Now God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm not trying to challenge that. All right? I'm just saying that in this dispensation we should then understand and then function by what this dispensation presents to us. God had the future in mind, otherwise Jesus would not be the way to eternal life. Because eternity has to take care of my right now, or it really didn't address eternity. Okay? Eternity speaks to my past, my present, and my future. Anytime eternity does not do that, it's no longer eternity. Okay? So that's why we we have a word that lives and abides forever, okay? So we're not discounting an Old Testament reference, but the ones that uh, speak to us in this dispensation are words that Jesus ratified by his blood, okay? Sinless, spotless blood, blood that cannot be denied, glory to God. See, because the blood has not lost its power. See, it, it reaches, you know the song, glory to God. See, because sometimes we have felt, believed, thought that maybe God wasn't talking to me in this situation. See, but he's always speaking to you. That's why he wants us to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, now faith is, see, because sometimes we can kind of think that, you know, uh, uh, that was for then and not for now, 
So just because I ask these questions a lot, just because you don't see the power of God flowing does not mean the power of God is not present. Uh, Luke chapter 5 says it this way in verse 17. It says, one day Jesus was teaching, and there were the, the scribes and the Pharisees and the lawyers and all the people that were there. They gathered from all kind of places and cities. And, and then the next verse says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal. Wait a minute, y'all. It says the power of the Lord was present to heal. But there were a lot of people that did not receive their healing. Did that mean God didn't want to heal? Hmm. The power of the Lord was present to heal. But if we don't understand how to connect with him while he is present, see, it's his presence in the present that resolves your issues. I'll say that again. It is his presence in the present that resolves all of your issues. Okay? When we grasp that walk in that, then we're operating in active, moving faith. And that's what we're going to be needing in this time. And God knew that, so let's read the rest of this verse. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. See, in these last days. So then since you are in these last days, it would be wise for us to see what he's saying in our now season. Amen. Spoken unto us by his son, whom he's appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. That's a mouthful. Say, in these days, Jesus, who is the express image, the brightness of his glory. In, in, in other words, he's wanting you to look for something that cannot be hid. The brightness of his glory. See, sometimes when the fathers or the prophets would hear a thing, then it it was understood through their veil of flesh. So then maybe we took things with a grain of salt then. But see, now he said this is the express image of his person. <laughs> wow. See, he doesn't want us to, to miss it. He doesn't want us to, to uh, come up short. But that's why I said he always causes us to triumph. He gives us the victory by his word, by his spirit. See? It's our job, responsibility, to address it from that perspective. 
sometimes, I guess what we do is we try to approach God from our intellect. Okay, just look at what happened here. Let's look. Is our intellect upholding everything? I would submit to you, no. So then why, if God is speaking at a higher level, are we still trying to approach him through our intellect or just as bad through our emotions or feelings? But I don't feel that that's what God said. He didn't ask you to feel, beloved. He asked you only believe. So so when I hear only believe, that kind of tells me that I don't have to participate in my emotions or my feelings. Only believe means only believe. See? He, he, we can hear him saying uh, those things even in the midst of a bad situation. Daughter had died, and Jesus had told the man, I, I, I'm going to go and, and, and heal your daughter. And they came to him and said, Jairus, don't worry about it. Your daughter's dead. And Jesus turned to him and said, only believe. I know it looks bad, seems bad. I know you got an evil report, but what I need you to do is activate the faith that you already released. See? Because he said, uh, this is the way I believe. I believe that, yeah, my daughter's sick, but if you would go, my servant is sick, yeah, but if you would go and if you would speak a word, then I would be able to enjoy the victory that that word provides. See? He's asking us to uh, participate in our salvation mm -hmm, at that level. You don't generate your salvation, but you do participate in your salvation. Because the devil, the thief, uh, the enemy of your soul is only coming to kill, steal, and destroy. See? He's, he's doing exactly what the devil been doing for years. He tries to produce doubt in your thoughts, in your heart, and then through those doubts, then you will come up short, see? Because you'll try to then say uh, things like, well, you don't deserve it, because everybody would think that, okay, because I said this, did this, acted like this, then that takes me out of the, the flow of God's love. Please know, beloved, that you, nothing is able to separate you from the love of God. Again, I'm not just talking about uh, um, things that you're doing in sin and decided you're going to try to serve God and uh, your sin or your flesh. That doesn't work because that makes you double-minded. And a double-minded man, the book of James shows us that we, not, we should even rethink that that man that's double-minded shall receive anything of the Lord. See, we, we have to address our life through the window of faith, okay? And through the window of faith, Jesus said, all things are possible to him who believes. See, so all I'm ever doing, whenever you hear my voice, know this, that the only thing I'm doing is trying to encourage and build up your faith, Okay? I'm 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 walking out Acts chapter uh, 32, verse 20. Now unto God, I commend you, brethren, unto God that is able to and to the word of His grace 
that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all of them that are sanctified. That, that's my whole job. That's my whole reason for it. See, I'm going to commend you or turn you over to God, ask you to activate the connection that you have with God. And that connection that you have with God and, look at that, oh, Jesus, <laughs> and his grace that is able to do what? Build you up. God does not want you walking in the valley of doubt and indecision. That's why his word is here to build you up. And as you are built up, look at that. Wow. He says that it will build you up and give you an inheritance. He doesn't want you to have to try to think you have to earn it. His love is so grand. So powerful that while you were yet sinners, it worked. Amen. See, he doesn't have an issue about his love. His love does not fail. It does not quit. It does not give up. We are the ones that abandon the process of God because we think that the love of God operates on the way we understand it. It doesn't. The love of God is, well, scripturally in Romans chapter 5, it says the love of God has been already shared abroad in your heart. Notice it doesn't have to be a visitation, uh, the proper circumstances so that you can receive. He says the love of God has already been shared abroad in your heart. See? He, he wants us to participate in the love of God at that level. Ephesians says that, that, that he wants us to comprehend with all of the saints this love that goes beyond, passes knowledge. See? So you've been made more than a conqueror. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, just again, so that you can see this. See, so, so that we can, we can then cause this to be the, the, the guide, according to um, Psalms 119, 107 says, the word is a, a light and a lamp for me, to my path. See, it, it, it's going to enlighten my understanding. My feet are going to walk according to the light and the lamp that's mine. The light is for public uh, use, but the lamp is for private use. Okay? God wants you, mm -hmm, he wants to strengthen you in the inner man so that you will know how to walk in the public's eye because you walk in the private place in victory. If you don't walk in victory in private, beloved, you will not walk in victory in, in the public. Amen. You, you got to build yourself up on your most holy faith. Okay? Continuing to, to process uh, by grace the place that you stand. That's your liberty. Verse 3, Hebrews chapter 1, who being the brightness of his glory. 
the brightness of his glory. Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to dig into this right here. See, this, this is for those that wait on the Lord, the brightness of his glory. So uh, the, the, the song that uh, Jesus is the answer, it, it says sometimes, you know, you have questions in the corners of your mind, traces of discouragement and peace you cannot find. There's a, a reflections of your past seem to trouble you every day. But there's one thing I know. Jesus is the way. See, I know you have mountains that you think you can't climb. I know the, dark, the, the sky seems dark and you think the sun won't shine. But I want you to know that every word that he promised is true. Everything he told you, that's what he's going to do. I, I want you to fight from that position. Okay, wow. Okay. I don't need for you to try to fight to get in that position. You've already been made to sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you don't have to fight to get there. All you need to do is to function as a son of God. Okay. Don't let the devil hoodwig you. I mean, I, I get it. Sometimes we've done the wrong things, but here's what he said in his word. If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. See? So then you walk in that place where you perpetually take a bath by the word, the, the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Take a bath in that, see, so that you can say, okay, God, you've taken care of that. Now give me my instruction. Who being the brightness of his glory. This glory overcomes the dark skies. The entrance of his word, it gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. See? So then as you position your heart to go to God, then know that the brightness of his glory <laughs> is going to overcome the shadows of your doubt, the shadows of your fear. Amen. This is how he wants us to live. He wants us to live in that light. He's even said, you are the light of the world. See, walk while you have that light. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Okay, okay. Jesus is the express image of of the person of the Godhead. So then, let's understand. As he came to set the captive free, that was the express image of the Father. To set the captives free. The Lord came to seek and to save those that were lost. This is his express image. See? So then, there should be no questions, doubt, quorums about that. Does he want to? Jesus came to seek and to save those that were lost. That is his express image. See? You don't have to question it 
when this is the express image of the Father. Okay. He was the express image of his person. And because he was, then he was the one that is upholding all things by the word of his power. See, as it is written, so shall it be. But if I'm arguing in my mind because of whatever I think I did, said, all of those things, I got it. I, I understand how the devil has, has, has fooled us or duped us. See? But he's upholding all. Okay, that's good, sir. He said he's upholding how many things? All things. That would be then the law of forgiveness. He's upholding that by the word of his power. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's not on the condition of your uh, sin, is it? No, it's according to his power. The word that was already released. See, that's the blessed be the ties that bind. <laughs> I'm hearing all kind of uh, 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 standard uh, church songs right now. See, that he wants you to connect with him at a level in a dimension that cannot be broken. Amen. See, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And then because he won't, then he says your conversation should be different. Therefore, we will boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do unto me. See, this is the conversation that, that, that should be in your heart, being uh, uh, communicated over and over and over again, that no matter what you're facing, as you continue to wash with the water of the word, then the, 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 the brightness of his glory will cause those shadows to be removed. Amen. Um, here's what happens. When you um, come into a room that's dark and you hit the light switch and the light comes on, darkness flees. Amen. Your atmosphere, that's good, sir, your atmosphere changes. See? You no longer have to grope about the room. You, you can have purposed motion. Amen. Because you know that he's upholding all things by the word of his power. So go back and, and, and cause that scripture from Hebrews chapter 1 to, to be settled in your heart, see, so that you can know that now in these last days, he's speaking to you by his son. Amen. His son says stuff like, come unto me if you're heavy laden. Come unto me if you're burdened. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. His son says that to you. See? His son did not tell you that you had to go and, and, and do all of the sacrifices that were necessary in the Old Testament. His son says, come here and learn of me. I don't even need you to learn of what your problems was, what you was doing wrong. I need you to come and learn of me. So they that 
wait on the Lord. I, I, I'm trying to get into uh, 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 my study, but those things that, 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 that you heard, these have to be foundations in your thinking. See? You, to, to minister unto the Lord. To, to, to agree with him and say what he said. Remember when, when, when we praise him, he said he inhabits that. So if I have my mouth filled with the words that came from on high, he lives there. See? He, he wants to show himself strong right there. Jesus said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. You'll have a different conversation. You will ask what you will. And it shall be done, given you. So we've got to go back to that place. They that, you know what the scripture is. Let's just turn there. They that wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40. Let's just let's, let's, let's go there. And, and, and we're going to kind of look at some things. That, that whole chapter in Isaiah chapter 40, it, it, it's a chapter that should encourage you. It should encourage you. Well, let's just start there. Verse 1, just to show, show you something, it should encourage you. Chapter 40 in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 1 says, Comfort ye. <laughs> Comfort ye, my people. Sayeth your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is accomplished and her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. He didn't say uh, that, that, that she is going to receive double punishment for the sin. He wants you to be comforted, not terrorized. <laughs> The, 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 the warfare the warfare has been accomplished. You know, the first thing that the angel said when, when, when Jesus was being born, the, 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 the Christmas card that we see, we didn't understand. He said, um, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. For unto you is born a Savior this day. <clears throat> See, he, he's saying, okay, it's not going to be an enmity between you and heaven and you. For there's been born to you this day a Savior. See? So, so, so now that, that that's happening, he says, I need you to comfort my people with this. Give them the understanding that, that, that I'm on their side. I'm not against them. Because that's one of the things that the devil tries to trick us because we did, said, thought things that were not wrong. See, God is not being punitive to you anymore. He's speaking to you by his son. And his son says, come here if you are burdened. Come here if you're heavy laden. Take my yoke, learn of me. See? So if that's what the son is saying, and it is, then we're going to have to follow that communication. I, again, I understand uh, where you are trying to walk in humility. I got that. See? 
But, okay, all right, let me ask a question. Wow, Lord. As you walk in humility, should you not then be distanced from the things that would cause you not to win? If I'm walking in humility, then I should be distanced from the enmity then, shouldn't I? Okay. He said, come unto me. So I'm going to walk in a direction where, from where my help comes from. Okay. I, I, I'm going to draw nigh unto God. And then as I do that, his promise says, and he will then draw nigh unto me. See, so I will not have to be in a, a situation that I can no longer win because now I'm close to the one that has already given me the victory. And now, brethren, I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that's able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. So here he starts off this whole thing to say, comfort my people. Tell them this fight is over. And since the fight is over, glory to God, since the fight is over, this is good. Wow, Lord, thank you. Since the fight is over, the only thing necessary now is complete and utter surrender. Hallelujah. Kind of look at that. If the fight is over, then surrender is what's necessary. Wow. So since I'm surrendering, then I can now be positioned to enjoy whatever the conditions of the surrender will provide. Oh, I hope you saw that. See? I don't have to fend for myself anymore. Um, this is the way it works, y'all. This is just the way it works. When uh, surrender happens, then whoever won or whoever is the sovereign now is responsible for those that surrendered. Yeah, that's the way it works. You're telling them that the fight is over. I now become your supply. And if I am a good king, then you will enjoy good by that king. And God is a good father. Will you then surrender? Fight's over. Glory to God. Put down your carnal weapons and learn of the spiritual weapons that he has made available for you. Take my yoke upon you and learn. Of me. Because my yoke is easy. My burden is light. When you start understanding this concept, you will find rest unto your souls. Okay? So then he continues to, to, to want you to come into a place where you get to enjoy him. But he says he's given us all things richly to enjoy. See, he made us sit together. Let me help you. If you're sitting down, you're not in the position or posture to fight anymore, are you? See, these are things that we heard and know, but we did not, you know, comprehend that, wait a minute, I ain't got to battle for this no more. See, I, I, I've been made to sit. Okay, we'll go one more. 
I'm just kind of getting at, getting these things into your thinking. You do know that the 23rd Psalms, which everybody loves, knows, and, and quotes, the 23rd Psalms, he says in that to us, wow, wow. Oh, go on over there, skip over there, skip over there. You all know it, but I just want you to see, okay, some of the things that, that, that David uh, came to the place of, of understanding, and David was a man of war. And he understood that God was saying to him that your battles are on a different level now. See? You, you don't have to try to, 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 to beat the devil into submission. Romans chapter 16, 20 says the God of peace is going to bruise Satan under your heel shortly. Didn't say the God of peace is going to make you do it. Amen. <laughs> 23rd Psalm says, the Lord is my shepherd. That's an active application of a relationship. Is that not correct? That's a working relationship. He didn't say the Lord used to be my shepherd. He didn't say the Lord will be my shepherd. He said the Lord is. Perfect, present, tense. And then because he is, I shall not want. See? I'm not lacking because of who he is. Okay. He maketh me to lie down in what? Green pastures. Okay. Did he say bloody pastures? <laughs> no, he said green pastures. And he leads, because he's my shepherd, he leads me besides still waters, not agitated waters, placid waters. And in that place that has placid waters and, and, and green pastures, now he said he restores my soul there. I, I'll just ask some questions. I know me. If I'm agitated and upset, frustrated, my soul cannot be restored there. I'm going to keep ginning up my problems, aren't I? But if I recognize, understand, comprehend that the Lord is my shepherd, and then I don't have to go through the battles like I've been going through them before, I can know that I'm not going to be in one. I'm not going to be lacking. See, I come to the place of surrender. Fight's over. He restores my soul, and then from the place of a restored soul, I can now follow him because he's going to lead me in the path of righteousness. Okay. He's going to lead me in the path the way the things ought to be, the way the things have been since he ordained them for my life. Come on. He's leading me down the path of righteousness. He's not leading me down the path of sins that I committed before. Please, let's interpret this correctly. See, he's wanting me to walk, to follow him, to engage at a level where victory is my norm. And my norm is righteousness, the way, the view of a thing as it ought to be. 
more than a conqueror, then I should walk as more than a conqueror. And he said he's going to lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, for the uh, for the glory that I can release to him because of what he did, for his name's sake. I don't say, oh, God, you know, God just don't do what he needs to do for me. I can't say that. I'm not walking down the path of righteousness that honors his name. Okay? I'm, I'm, at that time, I will be walking down the path of questions, hurts and pains, fears and frustrations. Okay? That means I didn't take advantage of these green pastures. I did not allow my soul to be restored. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He did not say I was going to walk through the valley of death. He said, I'm going to only walk through the valley of shadows of death. The last time I checked, the shadow of a dog never bit anybody. There is no harm that would come to me from a shadow. Well, first of all, because he would be speaking to me, and the glory of his brightness is what I now see. So the glory of his brightness removes shadows, doesn't it? It deals with shadows. He said, I will fear no evil because I know something, because he's with me. I, I, I don't have to fear because of his presence. See? It's his presence in the present that resolves my issues. It says, his rod and his staff, his word and his spirit, that's what's going to comfort me. So then if I'm in the middle of a challenge, then I'm not utilizing his word or submitting to his spirit, then what I'm going through is going to cause me to be redirected because I'm not following him. He's going to lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Okay? Just want you to get that. They comfort me. This is the verse that I was going to right here. He says, You, God, prepare a table before me in the very presence of my enemies. Wait a minute. See, he's telling you, the good of the land because you had a soul that's restored. You don't have an agitating passion driving you. He says, I need you to sit down at the table. I prepared the table for you. I see your battle. And I see that you are becoming weak. So I want you to receive strength Sit down at the table and eat. See, this is the way David began to think and understand. See, he would, David would, would ask questions while he was seated. He would ask questions, should I go up and fight? And then the, the response that God would say, go, 
because I have already given you the victory. You know, it would be a whole lot better as we go through whatever we're going through, knowing that we are going to win. Yeah. All right, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Most of us have had jobs, and the jobs that we had, we worked for two weeks because the owner of the company told us that at the end of two weeks, he will give us whatever the agreed-upon payment was. So even though the job might have been hard, it didn't matter because after the two weeks or whatever time frame was, I knew that I was going to get the payment that was due me. Well, it's the same thing right here. God said, I prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemy. Your fight ain't going to be tough. It's not going to be hard because I'm going to get you to eat the right thing. And your enemy is going to see that your God supplies for your future. Come on, y'all. Your God supplies for your future. Because when you eat food, you're not eating food for your past. You're eating food for your future. Come on. That's what he's stating to you right now. I'm going to set a table before you in the presence of your enemies so your enemies would see that your future is already taken care of. Hallelujah. Okay. But that information makes it easy now for you to deal with whatever's in front of you. Okay, we'll go there. Because if you need uh, the sustenance that comes from this meat or this vegetable, that's the meat that God's going to give on the table he prepared for you. Hmm. Amen. He's not going to give you a, a, a snack that's going to create a sugar rush and make you drowsy. That's not going to help you. He's going to give you what the sustenance that you would need to be able to resist the devil. You ain't even got to fight him, beloved. You can just resist him. That's what the Bible says. Resist him and he'll flee. Why? Because he's the one looking at your God supply you with the sustenance that's necessary for whatever he's about to bring up. Because he's upholding all things by the word of his power. He's going to feed you a word. Is that what he just said? Your, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your spirit and your word, they comfort me. And I'm going to hear what's necessary for me to be able to resist the devil, to be for me to bind the devil. See, this is this is what they that minister unto the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord. See, the word wait there was not the ones that are tapping their foot, talking about hurry up, hurry up. Hurry. No, no, no. It means to minister to God, to spend the time that's necessary talking to him so that you will be empowered with might in your inner man. See, those are the conversations where you win. See? Because the name of the Lord is the strong tower, and the righteous run in, and they are safe. They get rejuvenated while they are in the tower, in the place where conversations of victory take place. Glory to God. 
says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Again, that tells me that, that he does not want me operating as if the enemy is the important thing. If God's taking the, the time to prepare and set a table for you in the presence of your enemy, is the enemy the most important thing? Selah. Think about that. See, he's taking the time to show you how the peace of God that passes understanding ruling your heart will cause you to be able to say, <laughs> the devil said what? <laughs> you don't have to worry about that because he who sits in the heavens, the Bible says in Psalms uh, 2, he says he laughs. He laughs. This was the best that the devil can do? <laughs> what? And when you understand and comprehend that he's designed your life to be spirit-led, mm-hmm, thank you, sir, to be spirit-fed so that you can be spirit-empowered to win. You might want to write that one down. Spirit-fed to be spirit-led so that you would be empowered to win. Sit down at the table. See? In the presence of your enemy. And and I don't know, y'all. Maybe I just think this way. You know, when God makes a table or spread out before you, it's, it's big enough for more than just you. It'll take care of you. Your kids and your kids' kids. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then you will train your kids and your kids' kids to sit down at this table so that they can eat all of their lives. Glory to God. See? That, that, that you won't have your children talk in the uh, 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 understandings of fear. They will be accustomed to the, the supply of all. Amen. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But my God supplies all. So really, it doesn't matter. First of all, the way I see and understand it, the devil steals, that would only be subtraction. And God said grace and peace is going to be multiplied unto you. So you do multiplication on one side and subtraction on the other side. See which one comes out first. The victory always is going to be on the side of multiplication. The God that gives increase. See? So when we sit down at the table he's prepared, then we'll be able to see how to stand against, how to resist him. Because I'm resisting him. Come on, y'all. I'm resisting him from the position of all. I'm not resisting the devil from the position of lack. Glory to God. See? I'm not uh, resisting the devil hoping that I can last. I am resisting the devil from the position of all. He's able to make all grace abound towards you. That's the way God thinks. So when I sit down at the table that he prepared in the very presence of my enemy, I don't even like I say, I don't have to get up and prepare for the fight. I just stay in the place of rest. I take his yoke upon me and learn of him. 
And he says, and in that place where my soul is being restored, where my understanding is becoming fruitful because I'm understanding the path of righteousness, then he says, he will then anoint my thinking. He will anoint my head with oil. Glory to God. I, I'll think about, come on, y'all. Oil is reflective of, of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So then he says, he's going to anoint my thinking with oil. In other words, I'm going to think about what the power of the Holy Ghost is here to do. He's going to anoint my thinking with oil. He's going to do it. This one, it was, was a, it was an actual manifestation for a spiritual truth. He actually had oil to put on the head so that your thoughts would be different. Okay. All right. We're going to go to Psalms 92. I want you to see that. Wow. He says he anoints your, 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 your head. He's going to cause you to think. And he says, again, I just, I just said it a minute ago, but I need for you to see that. He said that this is what's going to happen. Your cup is going to run over. You're going to think about abundance, not lack. Amen. My daddy said, the way that they used to think, he said, uh, my cup is running over. He said, I'm just living off the saucer because my cup is full. He said, it runs over into the saucer, and I ain't even going to deal with what's in the cup. That's just mine, but it's running over, so I'm going to live off of the supply in the saucer. See? I mean, think about that. The devil can't get to your cup, beloved. Amen. He cannot get to your cup. And you're living off of the overflow that's now in the saucer. Glory to God. I mean, this thing is so rigged. If we would trust in the Lord with all our heart. Okay? This is what we've been invited into. Take my yoke upon you and learn the way I do things. Learn the way I speak. Learn the way I think. Then he says, surely, not maybe. Because look, look at what happens. When you allow God to speak into your heart, into your life from this position, you no longer have to deal in the maybes of the world. You now can live by the surely. Amen. Amen. He says, surely, goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. He said, surely, goodness. Goodness would cause you to win by itself. But God is going to abundantly supply you. He says, goodness and mercy. Uh, uh, uh. Ooh, and mercy, just so that we get it, Lamentations 3, uh, 21 and following, says it's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. So since mercy is involved, I cannot be defeated. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. And now I'm going to function all of my days by dwelling in the house of victory, in the house of peace, in the house of hope, 
in the house of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Turn to Psalms 92. I, I, I brought up this, this anoint to make me think of this. Okay? Because this, this is the supply, the way God wants us to live our life. Glory to God. See, we don't have to, to, to live our life uh, thinking about what, we, uh, what we're running out of. See, we, we, we are those that are supposed to live our life by the abundance, according to what Jesus said. He said, I know the thief is coming. I know he's coming to steal, to kill and destroy. But I am come. Didn't say I will come. Didn't say I came once and not going to die. I am. Perfect present tense again. I am come. Why are you here? That they might have life and what, Jesus? That they might have that life more abundantly. See? So, so my God has already set a table for me. And my table causes me to think of the abundance of my God. Because he's supplying all. See? He's not just supplying some. I guess it would be okay if God did supply some, but that was not the promise. The promise is for all. See? So that if the promise is for all, then all is what I'm looking for. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all. See? I will fear no evil. Why? Because all has been supplied for me. He makes me lie down in, he didn't say green pasture, one. He said green pastures. Again, he's referring to abundance, isn't he? See, God invites us into all. See, I, I found that out a couple of weeks ago that, that, that you know, we quote, uh, my God shall supply all my needs. Okay, we didn't hear it maybe, but it says my God supplies all. Right. See, whatever's here now and whatever is to come, that's included in all, isn't it? God is my supply. He's not just the supply of my need. He is the supply of all. See, as we think about that, hear that, uh, begin to operate from that perspective, then we walk uprightly. And the Bible says if we would walk uprightly, he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly. They understand all is what he invited them to. All is what he supplies. And so since you're walking uprightly, I'm always looking for the overflow, not just for the need to be met. Amen. Again, y'all, look at your Bible. I'm not trying to make you believe something that just sounds good. That's what he said. And since that's what he said, I'm going to walk in that. See? Psalms 92. Starting at verse 10. It says, but my horn shall thou exalt. Like the horn of a unicorn. Okay, let me just understand. He says, my horn. And uh, in that day, um, the, the horn, if you see the, uh, um, the picture of the horn of plenty, okay, let's put that into our mind. 
Okay, it was just not a a horn that was uh uh had a little dab of this and maybe that. No, it was the horn of plenty. Okay, so he, he the pictures that that I see from the word, you know, are, are the pictures that he wants me to utilize in my mm-hmm, in my life because. The imagination that God gave you is what he wants to use to bless you. Amen. The imagination that he gave you. See, the devil tries to pervert our imagination and causes us to think that it's going to be lack. But the imagination that God gave you, this is the way he started it out with, with, with Abram. He told him, he said, look as far as you can. And he says, uh, 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 past the, 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 the horizon there, I, I've given you everything that you can see and, and everything that you know from this sea to that sea. That's the place that you know. I'm giving you what you can think and what you know. That's your supply, Abe. As far as the east is from the well, I want you to be able to think of all because when you think of all from that perspective, then it's no challenge believing God to be able to, to win the battle that's in front of you because he's coming at the battle bringing all. Hallelujah. Say, all grace. He's the God of all grace. He's the God of all hope. He didn't put a limit on it. Come on, y'all. Come on. He didn't put a limit on it. We do. Amen. When he shows up, my God supplies all. Amen. See? As we think from that perspective, then then there's nothing too hard for my God. Why? Because he started the whole process by bringing all. I am come that they might have life, and they might have that life more abundantly. This is not just the stuff when we get to heaven, beloved. He wants us to show principalities and powers. Did he not say this table would be provided in the presence of your enemy? So then I'll ask the question, are you being uh, are you being challenged by an enemy? Well, then in the presence of that enemy, he wants to display all oh, My horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. That's a, a horn that is predominant, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, I'm not trying to deal with whether that's a mythical beast or not. Next page. All I know is when you see the picture, the horn that's on that picture is predominant, isn't it? So he says, my horn is going to be exalted in predominance. Okay. And he says, it's not going to be a little bit. I'm going to be anointed with fresh oil. Glory to God. Fresh oil tells me that whatever the the challenge is, my oil is going to be fresh. I'm not trying to overcome with yesterday's oil. I'm going to have 
fresh or in fact I'm going to get out of a situation that my enemies thought they had me trapped in in a brand new way. I'm not going to limit God. I'm not going to say, oh, Lord, please send me $10 so that I can have a $10 victory. I'm not going to limit God because my God comes to the scene with all. My God comes to the scene with fresh. So that means he's not going to bring yesterday's $10 breakthrough when I have a $100 challenge in front of me. I'm going to have fresh oil, oil that has not been seen before. Watch this. Mine eye also shall see my desire of all my enemies, and mine ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous, verse 12, shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Why? To show that the Lord is upright, that he's my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. See, this anointing that was referred to in Psalms 23, this is what and how it was applied. The shepherd had with him a horn, a container, that had oil in it. Okay? He had the he had the shepherd's crook, the thing that would guide him, and then he had the the oil. Okay, why? Because um they were in fields. And as the sheep would travel, sometimes the bushes that were next to the sheep, they would get caught in the bushes. So how do you get the sheep out of those places they are caught. You would use that oil. Now, I can speak to uh, some of the people that are uh, 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 have curly hair, <laughs> nappy hair. <laughs> I, I, I'll speak to you because you will be able to, to, to understand <laughs> that when your hair is dry and nappy, what your mama would do is she'd get some, some oil or some grease Vaseline in my day, because it was, you know, pretty expensive, inexpensive and everywhere. And they would put that grease in your hair, then they could comb through your hair. Why? Because of the oil and the content of the oil that was in the the, 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 the Vaseline, the petroleum jelly. Okay. <laughs> See? That's what the, um, the, the shepherd would use. He would use that oil, put it on the sheet, and then as it is massaged in and or drips down, it would make so that the sheep could now go free. He's going to anoint you the same way. He's going to pour the oil on your thought process that was snared by this, that, or the other so that you could then in your thought life go free. Okay? He says, you're going to anoint me with fresh thoughts, new thoughts. 
thoughts that, that, that are not limited by what I understood before. There are going to be fresh revelations from on high. That anointing is going to be the thing that's going to cause me to break through. That I'm going to slip out, ease out. See? That you're going to make my way light. See? That the thing that the devil used to trap me or trip me up is not going to be able to keep me because the oil of gladness is going to cause me to think and say, wait a minute, my God is here. And he's going to anoint me with fresh oil. See, I'm going to flourish. This, this trap is not the end of me. I, I'm going to flourish because of the anointing. See, I, I want you to know that that's one of the things that, that causes us to, to, to be unique in the earth because we have the anointing. See? We have the oil that's going to be uh, uh, connected to whatever our problem was. Okay? And then we're, we're going to be able to, 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 to move freely. Whatever the devil thought he was going to use to, 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 to mess us up, he won't be able to do that. Because once I become free in my heart and in my mind, my soul then will desire the steps that my spirit now sees. Come on, y'all. Come on. See? The reason that you're trapped is because you don't have the, have the thought that God wants you to have for your victory. That's why he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. But as the rain comes down from heaven and it's going to water the earth, so shall my words be. I'm going to give you an anointed word, and that word is then going to cause the anointing to cause liberty to be at your, in your path. Because it will, you'll never, no longer be bound by what the devil was trapping you in. Glory to God. I, I, I'm hoping that, 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 that you're seeing how this thing is, is supposed to work for you. See, how are you supposed to, 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 to enjoy uh, uh, his presence? Because it's his presence in the present that resolves your issues. He's going to cause that anointing to flow, to be applied. So the thing that the devil used to trap you, to irritate you, come on, let's go that way. You know, stuff, when, when, when your hair's nappy and they're trying to comb it, it irritates you. But the anointing, the oil that, that goes into those strands of your head, they make it so that you're no longer irritated by the process. You don't just endure the process. You're now looking for the end of the process so that you can enjoy the new look that you have once that oil has been applied to your hair. Oh, I hope you see the, the, the picture, beloved. I hope you can, can understand how God and his anointing, the, the new fresh oil, that no matter what situation you're in, that, that that fresh oil would give you a, a different perspective. Not so that you can hold on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's good. Come on. This is not just anointing so you can hold on. 
This is anointing so you can go free. Amen. With a renewed soul. Your God is the God of all. Let's allow him to produce victory in our heart and in our mind that will work its way into our spirit so that we can then walk it out, walk it in victory. God's word creates opportunities in the spirit world. And when we do what we need to in that sphere, it determines the speed of our resolution. You don't have to be stuck like Chuck because God wants to release anointing, fresh oil, so that you can operate in the freedom wherewith Christ has made you free. Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you today. Father, we just bless you and we thank you for your word. Thank you for fresh revelations of passages that we might have heard, thought we knew. Thank you for an infusion uh, of your spirit, anointing, Father God, with fresh oil so that we can then hear new ways of receiving our victory. We thank you for that, sir. We thank you that they are the words that will motivate us because they that minister unto the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord, yeah, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Thank you, Father, for refreshing us by your word and by your spirit this night. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory and honor. Committing it to you is done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the redeemed the Lord said together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, as we stated in the beginning, we would like to give you an opportunity. If you have any questions or comments about the ministry, um, you can go ahead now and give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Every call 404 5 uh, three six seven eight two nine. You have the mic. Any comments or questions about the ministry tonight? Go ahead. Yes, I appreciate the ministry. You, um, especially from the New Testament, you just bring the word so close and so clear. It really helped me to look toward the Lord instead of looking at the problems that I think I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I yeah. thank you for that. Amen. And that's what we're here for, to, to, to cause your burdens to be light. Because God, he said, my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Let's just get into that so that we can hear it. Area code 312, 330, you have the mic. Any questions or comments? Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank God for you. Uh, in Jesus' name for delivering the word. And I just want to tell you that you said we had the prophets or they had the prophets before. And I just want to say that you are so right. But Jesus often quoted the prophets. Yes. 
dizendo yes. se é em Isaia ou se é em Mosea. So Jesus right. was constantly quoting the prophets. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I think he didn't come to fulfill it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just want to tell all the listeners, Merry Christmas, because we know the real meaning of Christmas. Come on, come on. And we got to yeah. pass that on. And thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of, of the ministry tonight and uh, uh, and being faithful. Uh, the Giants are coming? Every time giants are playing with yes. Why don't the Giants fly out with them? Who do they fly out with? Who? The 470? Who are you talking about? Football, baseball? Football. There's a Giants. Okay. We're having uh, other conversations. I believe that's uh, 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 Apostle Emmett. Uh, he's on the radio broadcast himself. And he just took time to, to to listen at what the Lord would say uh, here. Uh, so I thank thank God for that too. Um, and so um, here we go. We'll give you this this information. I'll come back to him. That uh, if the message has been a blessing to you, um, that the, the Bible says that if you receive of our spiritual things, then it's no big deal for you to uh, release unto us your natural things. Go and and ask God what. Seed should you sow here at LiveDeliverance.com. Just go to the website and find the donate tab. Allow God to tell you what seed that you should sow so that we can continue the work that we're doing. Because we're here, again, to lighten your load by giving you information, revelation that you can use uh, uh, on a day-by-day basis. Please also tell your friends how they can listen and participate in the broadcast here on LiveDeliverance.com. They can go to the, um, the, the the phone. They can use the call-in, uh, 646-738-1857. They can use the dial-in application and go that way, or you can listen to us uh, online. But, you know, what we need to do is just get people uh, into the room so that we can all grow by the spirit of the living God. So, again, you can go to LiveDeliverance.com, find the donate tab, and then uh, plant a seed here so that uh, we can continue to do what God is telling us to do. So until the next time that we get together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up to you his countenance and give you his shalom. Until the next time that we do get together. Amen. That's next Monday, uh, the 18th, we'll get together. Mm -hmm. Whatever my uh, are you there? Because yeah. I'm going to launch it. Okay. That's how I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to go here. Like I say, I just want to do it. So um, anyway, until we get back together next Monday, love y'all. Be blessed.